0: We're back in the atrium here at Hyatt Regency recording a digital side hug from Columbus, Ohio. And I'm at the Simply Youth Ministry Conference. And I've got maybe the the busiest person at SYMC. Is that right? Jason Ostrander. Yep. Jason (laughs) Jason is multitasking. He's eating... Uh salad and, and fruit here so if you hear a little chomping, yeah. Jason, that's cause you've just got a that's lot okay. going on. I just
1: had to eat while we did this. That's the only thing. It's fine.
0: You are the director of Simply Youth Ministry, you're the director of the Simply Youth Ministry Conference. Yep. And and I would like for you to tell us what that means and and you know both from the standpoint of Simply Youth Ministry yeah. and also the conference. Um sure. but before we do that, can I uh, can we trans transition into some uh, get-to-know-me stuff? Uh-huh. Uh, tell us, first of all, your wife's name is Kalu. Yes, Kalu. That is such an awesome name. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, uh, my wife and I bumped into her earlier today, and she made a recommendation for a sushi place we're going to eat <laughs> right after this interview. Perfect. So I'm so excited. Do you have any children? That yes, you-
1: we have two boys. Liam is 10, and Jams is 7.
0: Liam, uh, Liam and Jams.
1: Yes, J-A-M-S.
0: Is there a story behind I mean Liam is is not the average everyday American name but, we've but heard jams of him yeah. <laughs> yeah
1: well you know Liam's named after my great our grand, grand, his grandparents William uh-huh. and Troy Liam short for William Joshua's name is Joshua Amsden okay okay he's named after my brother my Joshua brother Amsden is, is the his full name. name we call him jams exclusively though wow. so because his he's named after his uncle who is a musician in LA and so he jams. That so, is really yeah. cool. Yep. So people he's will call him... He's named
0: after a guy named Joshua Amsden?
1: Yeah. Well, he's named after Joshua. Oh, Joshua. Yeah, okay. And, and we added Amsden because we heard it on the playground and it sounded like a cool name.
0: That is amazing. <laughs> and he and the uncle is a rock a, rock, yep. a musician, a he's, he's a, a musician. Jam. He's a rocker. That is for really sure. cool. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, let me ask a couple of other questions. Do you have a least favorite planet, Jason?
1: Oh, a least favorite planet. Wow. You know...
0: <laughs> He's really thinking about this Yeah,
1: no, you know, I, I feel like I'm kind of upset with Mars right now you know, Mostly because <laughs> it's getting so much press But it seems like we're never going to be able to do anything more Than just, like, pick up some rocks
0: Mars has been teasing us
1: It has been It's almost like, hey, you could come here But don't don't even try Yeah Whereas, yeah. like, with Saturn I know I'm never going to get out there Right So it's pretty cool There's no so, place to land Yeah, yeah exactly uh, So Mars would be my least favorite
0: Okay, well, great Is there... Did the Ostranders have a go-to Matthew McConaughey movie? Mm, well, excuse me. <laughs> Please, um, no,
1: no. Uh, know, we love talking when you're eating. <laughs> Mouthful. Well, my wife and I are dying to see Dallas Buyers Club now because sure, yeah. it's been you know, doing so well. Um,
0: you know, I'm not a huge Matthew McConaughey fan. Yeah,
1: you know, I think you either There's two types of people. Those that do love him and, and those that don't.
0: <laughs> and and those that called him Matthew McGonaghy. <laughs> For the first decade of his career as an yeah. actor, which I fit into exactly. that category, exactly. um, I think my I think mine would be How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days. <laughs> it, if you haven't seen it, it's uh, it's a really fun <laughs> romantic comedy. Of course, I'm a romantic comedy sucker. Uh, all right, uh-huh. one of the sponsors of our podcast mm-hmm. is Asking Can Be Fun, authored by Dr. Morris Gregoire, and he asks, Okay, what was the first thing that you bought with your own money? It was a rake. A rake? Yeah. Was this a, like a, you're going to make some money raking y- lawns? And yeah. You're gonna...
1: So, you know, I guess my own money, I don't consider like when my mom and dad gave me money. Right. So my own money is when I would cut the lawn at my house. Yeah. So we, my, our, my dad would say, uh, you cut the lawn, you get X amount of dollars. And then I told him that I wanted to start cutting other people's lawns. And he said, "Well, you're gonna to have to do something to rake up the excess grass." Right, right. So I remember that I got paid, and I went to True Value, the hardware store down the street, and I bought a rake. And I remember thinking about which rake I was gonna buy—plastic versus metal—all sure. that stuff, right? It's it awesome. a hard decision. So well, yeah, that
0: was the start of that was the start of the, of the, start of the, of the career, my you know,
1: capitalistic purchasing career.
0: <laughs> all right, there's a button in front of you, Jason. There's a there's a figurative button in front of you. Mm-hmm. If you press the button. Tonight during the main session here at SYMC, a mm-hmm. fire alarm goes off. Mm-hmm. There's no fire, but a fire alarm goes off, and and the and everyone must evacuate the conference conference center. Mm-hmm. For and there's a 90 minute delay. Okay, that's if you press the button. Okay, if you do not press the button. Okay, sometime in the next 24 hours here at SYMC, uh, there is a an elevator that is crowded with conference members also um, Maddie let's just say Maddie McCage Uh is on there he's in there okay Uh, two of the members of Gungor who are set to play Uh uh, tonight and also tomorrow night are in this elevator and it stays stuck for 12 hours (laughs) so you either press the button and there's a 90 minute delay for everyone shared experience or you don't press the button and conference goes on as normal with some slight hiccups because wow a group of 12 or 14 people are incredibly inconvenienced and perhaps horrified and scarred for life.
1: <laughs> <laughs> or they make new best friends.
0: Right! <clears throat> the scarred for life and make best friends because of it.
1: As much as I would want to see Maddie McCage stuck in an elevator <laughs> for all those hours with Michael Gunger, um, I think I would rather do the nine. Actually, it's not even a hard decision. 90 minute delay.
0: Because, because that kind of
1: stuff doesn't bother me yeah. at all. Like, for me, it's like. There's going to be something that happens during that delay. Someone's going to come back and say, God was in that delay and I never would have met this person yeah. if I didn't have to wait. I remember one time being having to go down to, in, during a conference, go down into a tornado closet because there was a tornado coming. So we went down underneath this event center and I met people that I never would have met before right. like because we had to go there. Right? wouldn't have been my natural course of events. So in those 90-minute delays, God does some really cool stuff.
0: You know, honestly, that is one of the things that I've loved uh, about this conference and your leadership of it is just there seems to be a real sense Hmm. you've said it several times from the stage Mm -hmm. already this is our conference those of us that are here as youth ministers um Hmm. there's a trust from the leadership it seems that god's going to do his thing here and that that we're we're going to be open for that whatever it looks like i love that answer um and speaks a little bit to who you are as a conference director Um, You're not uptight. You're not going to let things like that ruin this experience for you or us. So that's awesome. Talk about why you do what you do with SYM. What is Simply Youth Ministry? um, And and let's go from there. So
1: Group Publishing is uh, kind of our parent company, parent organization. And most people know Group Publishing for VBS. They make great VBS programs. Um, There is a youth ministry arm in group publishing and that brand is known as Simply Youth Ministry so it's been going on for a while now about seven years ago group publishing acquired SYM from Doug Fields Doug Fields owned yep. it first yep. and then they acquired it um, Doug's since left to do other things and in that what is uh, kind of his legacy that he's left behind is five arms to youth ministry we have a magazine, Group Magazine, which is a fantastic periodical that comes out every month, about, every other month, excuse me. Equipping. Yeah, e- equipping, equipping, practical. Yeah, like I remember when I was a youth pastor, I'd open that thing up to find my game for Wednesday night, or I'd open that magazine right. up to find my devotional that oh, I was yeah. going to give to my volunteer.
0: Was Group the magazine that had the ideas that they generated, they, they ended yep. up compiling those yep. ideas?
1: Try this once. Yeah, 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 yeah. So people from all over the world really hand those right. ideas in. We do this at our youth group, and we pay them 50 bucks, and they get their game published, you know, that kind of a thing. That's so cool. So you have group magazine. Then you have um, our resources. <clears throat> so mostly, Simply Youth Ministry is known for its resources. We have books for students, parents, youth leaders. And, uh, and then we have a curriculum line. Called live curriculum Uh uh-huh yep our church does live oh cool thank you uh live curriculum which we're getting excited about some new rewrites for the live curriculum so that'll be coming out new releases this year
0: now i called it live curriculum for about a year and a half (laughs) until i got on the phone with maddie mccage you said it's live (laughs) called it live and i felt like an idiot i didn't tell him at the time that i was an idiot but i felt like an idiot (laughs) so now i'm telling you that's great so
1: we have the curriculum line
0: and then we and there's have, lots of different pieces to that oh, curriculum. Oh, yeah.
1: Line. It started out as a four-year high school small group curriculum.
0: Yeah.
1: It has since branched into middle school and one-year curic- right. six-month curriculum, sure. things like that. Um, one I really like a lot, though, is A Year with Jesus. It's a curriculum that walks you through a year in the life of Jesus, and you kind of journey with it. I love that one. Anyway, so that's a curriculum line. Then we have a digital line, which would include uh, a, a product we call Tools. So Tools is an online way to connect your youth ministry, connect you as a leader to volunteers and your and your staff and students, things like that. And then our fifth product. T-
0: Tools is a digital,
1: mm-hmm. it's, a, it's, a, it's essentially it's a like website a or a, yeah. a subscription. So it allows you to put things on you can create your own calendar that people can okay. jump on to. It allows you to tweet or text or email all the people on your team. It allows you to pass information to them all from... Sitting in your office. Okay. So I remember when I was a youth pastor, I was like, "Man, how can I, I wish I could just one way I could just contact everybody at once." Mm-hmm, well, right. now because of technology, we have that ability. Tools is the kind of the avenue or the portal to do that. Do mm-hmm. And there's also like this
0: isn't the, the email that I get every day. I mean, that, that, no, that's, that's, just,
1: that's that comes from Simply Youth Ministry in general. And that's kind that's of tying all up. these yep, five things that's together. That's our SYM newsletter. Okay, got it. And then the fifth product is the one that you're at right now, Simply the, Youth the Ministry Conference. conference. Yep, okay. we view it as a product. Um, because we believe that so much there 's so much content that is here, so it 's like again it 's not a convention that we come all find inspiration for, but it 's a place we can actually grab what the people are saying and go home and put a lot of stuff to practical use
0: well and I'm, i' I also love the in the trenches idea
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, you told me about this mm-hmm. when we talked on the uh, on email yep. and then I got a chance to visit with some of the members of the of the team huh I love that that 's an effort to say. We, you know, we want this to come from from the field, and uh-huh. we want this to be extremely accessible to those of you that are all over in all different states. I mean, nine countries here. Uh, how many states? Involved? Every one
1: of them, except for like you know, uh, there's nobody from Alaska. Okay, wow. But we got Hawaii though.
0: That's incredible. Mm-hmm. And so you've got people in all these places saying, give us this at the conference, give us that, taking back what they're learning, implementing Mm -hmm. it, and saying this worked, this didn't, giving you feedback on the conference. One
1: of our vision, one of our value statements for who we are is that we're a conference by youth workers for youth workers. So it's easy for those of us that work at group to kind of just get up in our ivory tower and pretend that we know what everybody needs. So what we do instead, though, is that we reach out to actual in the trenches workers we gather them in colorado every year and we we say tell us where we're missing the mark tell us what you would like to see us innovate in for the next year things like that and then that's our it3 team and so we stay connected with them every year we'll even like if we want to put a new book out we'll pitch the idea to them first and they'll say we love it or they'll say you know what this is missing the mark very helpful for us helps us to make the best resources is there a
0: is there a thing about being uh, director of the conference that you love the most Mm. and then and then is there something that just like the headache of of (laughs) directing this conference
1: well I'm a people person you know really and um, sometimes conferences don't allow you to be a people person because you're so driven by logistics but I love what I love about the conference is like stopping Somebody and talking with them. I've
0: seen that a few times on our way yeah. walking right here. <laughs> and they
1: and and they get to the thing where like, oh, I'm talking to Jason. Yeah. But to me, like, that's all I want to do is I yeah. want to talk to them. I want to hear from them and how they're doing and what's God doing in their heart. Where are they struggling? That kind of stuff. Um, that's my favorite part about a conference. It's not being on stage and speaking or yeah. introducing Gunger. I mean, that's all fun. That's icing, but right. the cake itself is getting to know everybody's story
0: well becky and i when we met you and Kalu at at the national conference on youth ministries Mm -hmm. which is a a smaller version of Mm -hmm. uh, symc um we that we got that sense Mm -hmm. that you that you just love people and and especially people that are working with teenagers and i've watched Mm you and i I do love that about you that you're into the people here um
1: sometimes it does bother though my program folks because they're like hey hustle up we need you to get going
0: (laughs) Right. So, is, so what is the biggest headache? I mean, just one thing you can't avoid that comes with the job, and it's just tough.
1: Everybody, whether you're an attendee, whether you're a band, whether you're a speaker, or whether you're the person directing the hotel that you're staying at, everyone has a different expectation of what should happen in an event like this. The difficult part is not being able to meet everybody's expectation. You want to. You want to say, oh, of course this should have run this way or of course we'll do that then instead of when we wanted to do it or whatever the case may be. And it's hard. I mean, I think if you have a kind of a messiah complex, you love the opportunity to lord things over people. But if you don't have that, then you're really kind of broken when everything can't work out
0: the way everybody needs it to you know yeah. Yeah. so it, that that tends to be hard and i'm sure you have to deliver bad news every now and then to yeah. somebody whose expectation is not going to be met okay yep. yep well nobody likes that <laughs> uh jason the theme this year is yeah. stories of transformation mm-hmm. i love you know when you introduced the on the first night you said it's tempting to come up with catchy themes and, and this one isn't catchy. Yeah, it doesn't and, rhyme. And... But but I, you know, you said we love that it's not catchy in the in the traditional sense of a catchy phrase mm-hmm. or word. Mm-hmm. But it's real and it it's universal and it's meaningful. And and we're hearing stories at every main session of transformation. Um, you're encouraging us to think about and talk about the ways Jesus, God through Christ, has has you know transformed our lives. Mm-hmm. Um, I wonder if. For our listeners, you could take a minute to talk maybe about a personal story of transformation yeah. for you uh, and and bless us with that.
1: Yeah. So I grew up in the church. Um, from the time I entered middle school, I have been a part of youth group. It's been amazing. And part of the reason why I love doing this is I, I really do feel a, an, an indebtedness in a good way yeah. to youth ministry for what it did for me and for all my friends, you know. And so, but... On the other side of that coin is I grew up in the church but didn't really know Jesus. <laughs> you know, like, I think when I was at with you guys, I, I said it from the stage, like, I knew where every great hiding spot in that church was when we played hide and go seek, right? And I knew how to act on Sundays and I knew what time to show up for the message. But Jesus, as we're concentrating on him this weekend, was not really a part of my high school career. It was just, I'm a good guy. I know I'm supposed to stay away from bad things and do good things. Yeah. And God loves that. That's pretty much it.
0: God loves it when I do good things and don't it's, do bad things. Exactly.
1: It's kind of like a moralistic police, sure, you know. Sure. Yeah. So my freshman year of college, I played on the soccer team. I actually went to school just down the street here at Cedarville University. Okay. Um, I was playing soccer and uh, a good friend of mine was injured on the field and injured almost to the point of death. Uh, spent about seven days in a coma and uh, just, he got kicked in the head essentially. It was a really awful and uh, harrowing experience in the in the middle of those seven days I remember for the first time thinking that life is pretty short and as strong and as healthy as a bunch of guys playing soccer are it could be over in a second and it just kind of was one of those moments where it was like has church quote unquote church taught me enough of how to handle what I was going through with my friend and my conclusion was no it hasn't that just the way I was feeling just to go to church on Sunday wasn't gonna make it better right there would need to be something more and I guess that was kind of like the tipping point in my life to say what is that something more that something more can't be about Sunday attendance or doing more for God
0: not doing the wrong things
1: and as I say tell people that's kind of when my life changed from doing things for God and realizing that he wanted to do things with me that's the big there's a big difference It's the with factor right like he's there he was there he was there when i was growing up and it was like i was the older son in the prodigal son story who finally was i'm not i'm not doing i'm tired of working you know so the transformational event was that event but really what it was is it drove me deeper to jesus so i started reading the gospels for the first time with great efficiency and great fervor like I just want to know everything about what was going on in Jesus life and who he was and what he was about and then I realized that that was not just supposed to be some kind of like oh isn't this a wonderful guy it was I'm supposed to do exactly what he did and that therein began my journey of where I get to the place today where I can confidently say I want my life to be centered around Jesus
0: I love that and you know it sounds so much like what Rick Lawrence said just a few minutes ago in the from the main stage where mm-hmm. he said we sometimes say it's all God it's all God and he said theologically that that's not right mm-hmm. you know God God chooses to work with us mm-hmm. and to do the amazing things that he does and what a what a glory to his name that he's able to use yeah. guys like us to do that yeah. can't believe it um I, I we're it's such a blessing that you've given me slash us 20 minutes of, of what is an amazingly busy day for you, <laughs> and we're coming close to the end of that. I wonder if the last thing you could do for us is bless us with this simple question. You know, what, what is your hope for youth pastors who are here this weekend? Well,
1: mm. uh, It's probably not one single thing. It's probably three or four things. Um, the one, the most obvious one that should be, is that these people that are coming whatever their context that they're coming from as it relates to youth ministry whether they're in the church or out of the church parachurch organizations nonprofit, whatever the case may be that that this conference would allow them to cycle down enough to kind of remember the one who called them and sometimes we get wrapped up in our calling you know i am called to work with youth or i am called to work with young adults it's great but more importantly than our calling is the one who called us. And so that's my first hope, is that people will reconnect with the one who called them. That's it. Um, then, that's uh, as they do that, no doubt that that one who called them will not just say, now just sit here and do nothing. <laughs> he will say, great, now I want you to do it this way, yeah. or I want you to keep going in the direction you're going, or you know what, let's let's go the different direction. Let's yeah, exactly, yeah. because better to have it come from him than to come from some kind of a programmatic yeah. scheme. <laughs> um, I also pray that people can come here and, and find that they're not alone. That there are relationships that they can join into very easily with people that uh, have very, like they're like minded people and they have same passions and same energies. And so I, I hope that we create the space that they can walk away saying, man, I, there are 25 new Facebook friends that I have that I know that I could call on and say, hey, what do you guys think about this? I love that. Because there's a lot of churches out there that they feel like they're not part of it. You're, you're part of a network, I'm part of a network. Yeah. But there's a lot of people here this week that aren't. And we want them to know they're not alone. And I think the, the, probably the third thing is, is that it's really important to me that we have theologically, biblically, and operationally educated youth workers going back into their churches. At the end of the day, this still very much is systematized in that kids are always in a process. And our goal is to stay alongside of them within this process of their growth curve, right? Granted, they're all different places. Wherever and There's not one yeah. program that fits all of it. But we can't also just like lean back in our chair and imagine how awesome this is going to be. We have to put some hands yeah. and feet to it, right? Right, yes. So can we give them the right tools? Can we give them the right resources where they feel like, you know what? I can engage in all this, and I can engage in a very powerful and effective way.
0: That's good for dreamers like me to hear, because uh, I, I do. I love to imagine, but then it's got to happen. Yeah, <laughs> you got to you got to do it for real. All right. Well, Jason has to go. I'm going to start our bumper music. I'm going to give you a, a hug and say thank you. Really? It's been a blessing to be here. And uh, if those of you out there, SYMC, yeah. it's it's all, 2015. Will it be back in Columbus? We haven't. We're making an okay. Announcement we, you tonight. don't know where it's. going You're making the announcement today. Yeah. You can't. Tonight. I'm not going to release this till later. I can't tell <laughs> you. Okay, I'll make sure you guys know after Jason has told us at the conference today. Jason, thank you. Blessings in Jesus' name. The rest of you, will see you on the digital side hug. Who knows when?